For the things we do each day, we humans have always looked for smarter solutions to improve the quality of our lives. When it comes to eating better, Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals make it easier than ever before to enjoy a healthy, simple, yet great experience every day. All meals are fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted, dietitian-approved and ready to go in just two minutes. Less expensive than takeout, Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing between 6 or 18 meals per week. You can pause or reschedule anytime. Head to factormeals.com gratitude50 and use code gratitude50 to get 50% off. That's code gratitude50 at factor.com gratitude50 to get 50% off. Hi Gratitude Seeker, have you heard of Mood Plus? It's a supplement based on a clinically studied strain of bacteria that promotes mental well-being and stress resilience. Here's what Kelly had to say about it. I'm able to be more patient with my kids and have more clarity to make the many decisions I have to make every day. Find out more about the science behind Mood Plus by going to Mood dash plus.com that's m-u-d dash plus.com and use promo code trymud for a 15% discount or visit the link in the description but what was happening was i was facing a real battle with focusing on breath in the beginning so what i did and this might help anyone in the audience that has this resistance when they first start meditation i just let my mind go i just said right okay, you want to run off in tangents. I'm going to let, I know you're creative. I appreciate you. I'm going to show you gratitude. I'm going to let you run off wherever you want to go with any thought you want to have. And I just sat there and watched. And all of a sudden, behind it was peace. All of a sudden, through all that activity, it just stopped. Welcome to the Gratitude Podcast on www.georgeandbenta.com, where you'll hear a new story each week that will inspire more gratitude in your own life. Our mission is to inspire 100,000 people to discover how to feel gratitude and live a happy life through the amazing life stories of our successful guests and their actionable tips. And now, the host of our podcast, George and Benta. Hi, Gratitude Seeker. Welcome to a new episode of the Gratitude Podcast. Today, we're going to have a conversation with my good friend, Marty Vids. He's been on the podcast already on episode 45, Gratitude in a Heartbeat. And I'm really happy to have him on to catch up on things. He's been up to some really cool things. And uh, I would love for him to share with you his experience. He did some, some interesting challenges and uh, had some interesting breakthroughs that he's going to share with you. And if you don't know him yet, uh, he is frequently described as the happy entrepreneur by his peers. He built and sold million-dollar businesses, and gratitude is one of his secrets to success. Uh, He's kind, but he's not weak. (laughs) He's also recognized as a disruptor, an innovator, and a leader in a small business within Australia, where he's in the top 3% in businesses' success. And um, I can totally uh, vouch for that because I've seen what he can do on LinkedIn and uh, it's it's quite amazing. Like I, I really... I feel old and <laughs> I don't uh, I don't follow as much as as he does uh, the new trends and uh, I think it's it's quite amazing. So Marty, welcome to the Gratitude podcast once again. Thank you George and it's wonderful to be back. I'm a a repeat guest. I feel very grateful for that in itself and uh, we've had lovely conversations and we've both had a lot going on in our lives so it's great to be able to talk to the listeners again and share some of the wisdom that's happened over the last two years since I was last on. So thank you very much for having me on. Yeah, my pleasure. My pleasure. So 
let us know a little bit about uh, what went on in the in the last few years. Well, the last couple of years has really been redesigning my life because I've always been very, and I still am very entrepreneurial, but it's more getting back to me. And it was interesting because I set myself a challenge of doing yoga for 40 days. I wanted to do different mindfulness practices that I could incorporate into my life. And I had never done yoga before, but I was out on a mission and I thought, well, you know what? My wife encouraged me, Colleen, who, if anyone knows me better than myself, it's my beautiful wife, Colleen. And she said, I think it would be really wonderful to see how you go because you've come from a sporting background and yoga was originally created you know, by men, it was a very manly act and meditation came after the exercise. So it's a real test of strength and flexibility. And I thought, you know what, I put it off for a couple of weeks and I thought, you know what, it's a really good challenge. And I went along and then did it for 40 days straight. And the teachers were starting to catch on about, you know, day eight, day nine that I was coming in every day. And it just kind of evolved. It was, and I, and I looked like, I looked like this really stiff ostrich when I first started. <laughs> I know. It was like quite, and you know, the, the women and the men in the class were like, they were from Cirque du Solo. They were doing all these beds and stretches and I'm going, oh my goodness, I've made this commitment. But I did make the commitment and it was quite incredible as uh as I was experiencing this every day, the teacher Vivian, who was just beautiful, took me under her wing and she realized what I was doing. And I was having all these simultaneous like awareness shifts in the class that she said came out of, you know, yogic times. And she read me the scripture and it was quite phenomenal. I had this beautiful moment where I was in Shavasana, which um, is the meditation after yoga. And I always say Shavasana is like Disneyland. It's like the happiest place on earth after you've (laughs) stretched your body to all different ends of the spectrum. And you just have this beautiful meditation. But I had this really amazing experience of my body just sort of decomposing into the ground and then re-establishing itself, it um, almost replenishing itself in real time in my, in my, I felt it. It was just an incredible experience. And I was having these types of experience in the meditation. So uh, yeah, it was incredible, Georgian. And by the end of the, you know, the 38, the end of the 40 days, I really, my flexibility was just incredible and and people picked up on the story it's amazing what consistency and a commitment does because people picked up on the story and then i got highlighted in australia's national yoga magazine wow. and it was like <laughs> it was just incredible i did this photo shoot and really inspired a lot of men to get into the practice of yoga as a really powerful and beautiful exercise and uh, But to be highlighted in the magazine, I always thought it's incredible. You never know in life where the dots are going to join. And, and for me, I try and do these challenges twice a year because they're really beautiful challenges. Like I did cartooning for 40 days and that was, I, didn't, I didn't get into any magazines on that. But the most beautiful thing about that is my son started drawing with me and we learnt off YouTube and every day we would draw something and it really utilised a different part of my being and a different part of my creativity and it helps me in life and in business and it makes me very curious as to what I can do that I haven't tried yet and I think that's what living is all about. It's an evolution of having experiences and... uh, yeah, and it was just great. The yoga was just so much fun and people took a real interest in it and, you know, I shared my experience and uh, I would highly recommend it. <laughs> that, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. I was actually thinking that here we are, two men uh, talking about yoga and uh, 
I, I think this is this is quite interesting, and um, I'm really happy that we are having this conversation. I I'm doing yoga for quite some years. I haven't actually. I did have uh, this. I did do these kinds of challenges, um, but I don't remember for how long. And I certainly didn't didn't share them. Uh, I didn't think that it would uh, be a good idea. But of course, <laughs> as we can see the results, it actually was a great idea to do it. Um, and I wanted to ask you if you felt uh, a difference from a mindset. Like we are, usually women are more flexible uh, when it comes to their bodies. Like I know that in the yoga class, at least when when I was starting out, the women were like so flexible, and I felt like like you were saying like like a, I don't know like a tree or something like really rigid, <laughs> and uh, I felt that in time by stretching by becoming more elastic. Um, I felt that it was easier for me to be f- more flexible uh, as a mindset, as a way of seeing things as well. Have you seen a, a, like a link between the two? This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. One of my favorite artists beautifully sings that if we open up our plans, then we are free. But unfortunately, it's usually not that easy most of the time. We have responsibilities, errands, and things we said yes to that we didn't actually want it to take on. I believe we'd have more time for that thing we always wanted to do, even if that's just taking a nap, if we were more proficient in setting boundaries. But I also know that doing that on your own is hard. Thankfully, therapy can help us do just that. An objective perspective from the outside is very helpful in becoming aware of when and where the boundaries are not clearly set or not clearly communicated. So give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited for your schedule. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com gratitude today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash gratitude. Mood Plus, the supplement I told you about at the start of the show, contains a unique strain of inactivated bacteria originally isolated from mud or soil called M. Vecchi. This comes from new research and it isn't a probiotic. But what does it do? This bacteria has been shown to promote mental well-being, stress resilience, anxiety resilience, and also boosting mood through its interaction with our immune system and its helpful effects on inflammation. It works because in the past humans had far greater exposure to these kinds of bacteria before our modern sanitary living. Researchers call these good bacteria our old friends and are finding that they may have played a key role in regulating our immune system, gut health and even mental health. Mood Plus safely reintroduces your body to these beneficial bacteria. Get your Mood Plus now. Go to mood-plus.com that's M-U-D-P-L-U-S dot com and use code TRYMUD for a 15% discount. Or visit the link in the description and use the discount code TRYMUD. Having our digestive system work properly makes it so much easier to feel grateful and enjoy a great quality of life. I'm very excited to see firsthand the relief that Seeds DS01 Daily Symbiotic provides in terms of digestive discomfort. Our gut is a central hub for various pathways through the body, and a healthy gut microbiome means benefits for digestion, skin health, heart health, immune system, and much more. Seeds capsule is tested to get to where your body really needs it. With new clinical trials and breakthrough research published in top scientific journals, Seed's probiotic programs make it a trustworthy source of pre- and probiotics. We need these two constantly to enjoy great health, but they are hard to get from the food we eat. Thankfully, Seed provides a simple solution to help us keep this healthy habit. 
Trust your gut with CSDSO1 Daily Symbiotic. Go to c.com slash gratitude and use code 25gratitude to get 25% off your first month. That's 25% off your first month of Seed's DSO1 Daily Symbiotic at seed.com slash gratitude, code 25gratitude. Oh, definitely. There's, there's no doubt about it that uh, the, the flexibility in the body almost surprised my mind initially because my body was, was getting conditioned and my mind sort of hadn't really caught up with what was going on. I put myself in an experience that I had no choice but to, you know, to have flexibility in my body given the activities I was doing. But what was beautiful was there was an alignment between my mind and body all of a sudden. And that clicked in at about day 18. Like I really struggled the first, and this is like doing anything new. Uh, I really resisted. Like I would remember sitting on the mat and thinking, Oh, McDonald's has a $1 cheeseburger. And I'm going, why am I thinking about this $1 cheeseburger? This is ridiculous. But it was like my mind was going in an avoidance but the beauty was I'd made the commitment to myself. So what had happened by day 12 through to day 18 is that the mind started to settle and it became more flexible and it became more congruent with the new activity that I was doing. And after about day 18, I was really looking forward to it. Like there was this holistic link between the body and mind that was in synergy and and I think that's a lot with any habit that, you know, when you try something new and you have an old habit you're trying to break or you're trying to establish a new habit, there's a natural resistance because the fight or flight, the amygdala goes, what's going on here? You know, and, and initially the more you, you try and take it out of its comfort zone, the more resistance you feel. And that's where, you know, the meditation's invaluable. But I go, what happened for me is then that, that all came together and then there was a natural flexibility in the mind that I started to notice in everyday life where I just, it gave me, it gave me strangely an inner sense of confidence and courage around if I wanted to start anything, as long as I stayed the course, I would be okay and it would expand and it would evolve and and sometimes you see people that take up dancing, you see YouTube clips and you know, someone wants to learn how to dance and they do it for a year. And the difference between day one to day 365 is absolutely enormous. And, and I really got a sense of that as I did it for 40 days. I had much more flexibility by the end of the 40 days than a lot of people in the class because of that commitment to the practice. And, but I was really getting... Um, I was getting a lot of awareness shifts on top of the synergy that was coming in. That was, it was like I tapped into another consciousness and that was really helpful. It let me see above all the material things and really just get a sense of, uh, get a, it was just a beautiful sense of calm and, and beautiful feeling of movement in my body. And I could feel my brain moving as, as I was moving and, you know, I created podcasts about it as well it, on, the, on the journey because it was really interesting to see the different shift in mindset between day one and day 40 and how I felt about yoga on the last couple of days as opposed to what I did on the first couple of days. So I actually documented it because I, I found that the listeners found that really interesting. To, and a lot, I got a lot of response to it saying, gee, Marty, you're really courageous to put yourself out there and actually explain what you were going through because I really went through a lot of resistance initially because I felt like, you know, I was looking at it logically. I felt like I'm not good enough here. Look at all these people. They're fantastic at it. And you do feel insecure and that's, and I know that, like I, I knew how to build businesses, right? I know how to build businesses. I'm comfortable in that space. So to go into a space where, you have no control over, yes, there's going to be resistance, but there's also this beautiful thing about being the beginner in the room. And that's the thing I picked up early of letting go of going, it's beautiful to be the novice in the room. 
it's lovely to learn. It's lovely to be free to learn and take off all those pressures that you're putting on yourself. And once I realized that it's beautiful to learn, then it just started unfolding and it just got better and better in time. Some days were better than others in the first 18. Like I'd have a little pullback, um, you know, where I'd, I'd feel that resistance and then I'd move through it. And then by day 18, I just couldn't wait to go. It was just so invigorating that um, and I was making new friends through it. I felt very social in it. And, yeah, it was just a beautiful thing to do. I didn't need to be highlighted in the magazine. It was just, it, I just thought it was funny how it unfolded into that. So it's amazing with that commitment and immersion in doing something, what opportunities present and how you're able to make a difference in people's lives. So, yeah, very powerful. And a lot of men contacted me saying, thank you. Thank you for doing this. This is just exactly what I needed to hear and what I need to do. So that was, that was just beautiful. So yeah, wow. very powerful. Wow. I love it. I think it's so awesome that, uh, that you were able to document this and to be out there with, with your experience. And um, I think it, it can be a really inspiring story for many men and for many women that might want to have their men uh, have this experience, they can say, look, Marty did it. <laughs> you could try it too. And um, it's, it's really helpful. I, I, I think I, I haven't talked too much about how, uh, how yoga can actually impact the, the practice of gratitude. Like, I don't know if you've had this, this experience or not, but after doing a yoga session, it's much, much easier to feel grateful. Do you feel, yeah. do you feel that? Yeah, well, I felt it on many different levels. Um, I felt a gratitude for my body that I hadn't had before. I think when you get busy in life, sometimes you can neglect, you know, not only people, but you can neglect yourself. And I, and I did my, I had a knee reconstruction when I was 23 And I sort of disassociated a bit because I used to, I played sport seven days a week. I always loved sport and I loved teams and I loved people. That was my life back when I was 23. And to go from seven days a week of doing what I love to not doing anything, any sport like that, I shifted that focus into business. But what I rediscovered was this real gratitude around my body and the way it was able to move and to take care of it. And that extended to the practice of yoga. I had a real, because in at the start, you know, I'm always one that carries a light heart and I was, you know, making fun of myself and making fun of it a little bit, you know, with the people there because that was me trying to feel comfortable. And what I realized is this deep appreciation for the people that had practiced it for 20 years and 30 years. And it was a part of their, being it was a part of their life and i just had a newfound gratitude and respect for those people who had really focused on that you know on on being that yogi and and i just thought it was absolutely incredible the other thing i had was a gratitude for the energy that yoga brought it was the, it was just a whole different consciousness when everyone was in shavasana and just listening to the teacher talk us through it it was just literally amazing to have that collective consciousness experience and i also had so much gratitude for my teacher vivian who took me under her wing um, she showed me um, or she introduced me to the editor that had the magazine produced and just really a wonderful wonderful person so i think i even found a deeper gratitude of of humanness in it and connectivity within it um, on a on a whole different on a whole different level and it did make me feel much more gracious towards the opportunity to even being able to do something like that just to be there in breath and uh, it definitely it definitely took me a few steps up on the on the conscious awareness level I, I think got me more out of my logical head 
So it was, it was wonderful, George. And yeah, thanks for the question. Great question. Yeah. And uh, now that you're saying that it, it's actually the same for me, like, and I think it's, is the same for many men. Um, we tend to, to be a lot in our mind. Like we have to focus on getting things done on finding solutions for, for different situations. And we, we sometimes forget to get into our hearts, into our souls, and have a different kind of experience of life that's different from what we experience by being just in the mind. And yeah, it, yoga definitely helps with that. And uh, another thing that I've um, I've gotten to 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 realize is the fact that. We don't need, for instance, if we, when we see um, older people and uh, we think that that's how we're going to be when, when we'll, we will be old, um, like really rigid and uh, with health issues of uh, different kinds. And it doesn't have to be like that. Like I've seen, for instance, on... Uh, on YouTube, yogis that are 70, 80 years old and they are more flexible than I am. And you yeah. realize that it's it's a matter of what you do each day with your body and how much you appreciate it, how much time you dedicate to doing something for it. And it can actually be us, the, the yogis that are flexible and healthy at such uh, uh, an old age. and that for me was was quite beautiful like i felt empowered and i felt that it's up to me so it's not something that is going to happen whatever i do but i can do something for my body that will actually give me more energy and more health even as i as i grow older and i think this is that gave me gave me gratitude for for the fact that i i feel in control of my life somehow it's wonder, wonderfully said and a mentor of mine correct ashley said you're given a body when you come into this world and if you were given something by someone you'd want to return it back in as good or in better condition than when you received it right as a <laughs> as a good person so you know we need to consider that for our bodies you know when we get to when we get to those later ages you know let's let's give the body back in better condition or at least as good a condition as when we received it and i think that's a beautiful way to look in life and you see the okinawans you know that live to over 100 and they 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 do movement every day. You know, they eat well, they socialize, they laugh. And, you know, so often, like you said, we can get caught up in the things we need to do. And we're very rarely, you know, we can, we can get out of that sense of being present. We can go away from that and that causes its own stress and concern. So I think there's a, that, that appreciation for my body was just such a big, shift in my mindset because of the pain of the knee reconstruction i had almost discounted it at some degree because i couldn't do anymore what i really love to do in sport and all those social behaviors that i was talking about with the okinawans so it was like and i've reintroduced tennis and things that i really love doing walking just simple movement but it's um yeah it's given me a whole deep respect and yeah and i love how you've positioned it and how you spoke about it from the heart because this is the only body we have you know so why do we self-sabotage it why do we do things that's not good for it can we can we be gentle with it can we show gratitude for it and can we nurture it and foster it into the amazing thing that it really is if we actually engage it and um, very, very powerful, George. Very powerful awareness shift for me. Mood Plus, the supplement I told you about at the start of the show, contains a unique strain of inactivated bacteria originally isolated from mud or soil called M. vacci. This comes from new research and it isn't a probiotic. But what does it do? 
This bacteria has been shown to promote mental well-being, stress resilience, anxiety resilience, and also boosting mood through its interaction with our immune system and its helpful effects on inflammation. It works because in the past humans had far greater exposure to these kinds of bacteria before our modern sanitary living. Researchers call these good bacteria our old friends and are finding that they may have played a key role in regulating our immune system, gut health and even mental health. Mood Plus safely reintroduces your body to these beneficial bacteria. Get your Mood Plus now. Go to mood-plus.com that's M-U-D-P-L-U-S.com and use code TRYMUD for a 15% discount. Or visit the link in the description and use the discount code TRYMUD. Having our digestive system work properly makes it so much easier to feel grateful and enjoy a great quality of life. I'm very excited to see firsthand the relief that Seeds DS01 Daily Symbiotic provides in terms of digestive discomfort. Our gut is a central hub for various pathways through the body, and a healthy gut microbiome means benefits for digestion, skin health, heart health, immune system, and much more. Seeds capsule is tested to get to where your body really needs it. With new clinical trials and breakthrough research published in top scientific journals, Seeds probiotic programs make it a trustworthy source of pre- and probiotics. We need these two constantly to enjoy great health, but they're hard to get from the food we eat. Thankfully, Seed provides a simple solution to help us keep this healthy habit. Trust your gut with Seed's DSO-1 daily symbiotic. Go to seed.com gratitude and use code 25GRATITUDE to get 25% off your first month. That's 25% off your first month of Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic at seed.com slash gratitude, code 25GRATITUDE. Yeah, I, I've had that as well, and uh, I think it's... Progressive presents Forest Metaphors about bundling your home and auto. In sports, three goals is a hat trick. And when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, you get a hat trick of great savings and round-the-clock protection. So you might be thinking, wait, that's two things. A hat trick is three. But in this metaphor, great savings counts as two goals, and so does round-the-clock protection. So it's like four goals, and that's more than three. It's basic math. Forest Metaphors, presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. It's an important part of, of gratitude, feeling grateful for our body and nurturing it and taking care of it and realizing that as important as other things are, our body is at least as important because this is our vehicle this is how we move through life and this is what um, permits us to actually do what we need to do and be there for the people that need us to be there for them so yeah right and and we're one in a trillion chance to be here so why why sabotage our bodies <laughs> like like it's it doesn't make sense when you think about how remarkable like i gave up drinking alcohol at 40 um because i wanted to have a child with my beautiful wife and 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 we had one and not that i drank a lot but it was like it was something that i thought for the future i i thought well if i wouldn't give my child a drink because i was fearful of the impact why would I do that to myself? And and look, all things in moderation, right, Georgian? But but that was the deep awareness shift I started to have seven years ago of going, you know, I, I can let that go. I don't need it for confidence. I don't need it to be social. And I certainly don't need it to, you know, to keep hurting myself with it. And and that's the same way I gave up coffee. Like I which is, I know, probably half the viewers just switched off because I said I gave up coffee. <laughs> I don't Sorry, listen. Either, so. Moderation, as I say, moderation. But for me, it, it became, I always say when I do something well, I really do it well. So if I'm going to drink, drink alcohol, I'll drink one to six very quickly and I'll be happy for the rest <laughs> of the night. If It's the same with coffee. Like I can have coffee, you know, I used to have, 
five to six coffees in a day because Whoa. I was busy and I was keeping my adrenaline going. And that's like having the foot on the accelerator of your car the whole time. And even though I was doing meditation, you know, I was still ramping up the system. And I thought to myself, you know what? I, I can let this go because I'm not even tasting it anymore. This is just purely an adrenaline habit. And, and when you can reflect and you can, you can course correct and you can alter, you've got to have the humility to be able to ask those questions of yourself beyond what other people say, because, you know, it's a part of society. We, we have coffee to socialize and there isn't anything wrong with that. You know, it's a great thing to socialize. But for me, I had to honour myself and go, you know, since the age of 14, I've put, you know, at least four to six cups a day of coffee into my system. And, you know, my liver was almost on the phone going, you know, what are you doing trying to <laughs> ring for help? Because it's like, come on, Marty. And, and that was the thing, again, out of that gratitude, I go, you know what, I, I then... I had this epiphany that I was going to let it go. I went back to one coffee a day because I thought moderation's the key. But what I discovered when I went back to one coffee, it was just like catching up with an old friend that you sort of <laughs> drifted apart from. And it was like I didn't really need it. It was just purely an old habit. And, and I said, okay, one day, that's it, drew the line in the sand, I'm going to stop. And it was challenging for two days. But then all, what I realised was I thought, I wonder whether I'm going to exchange this habit, which is the wrong question to ask. But <laughs> what I did was what I recognised in awareness was I didn't want anything hot to drink. And I live in a warm climate and I wanted to drink water and I wanted to drink occasionally mineral water. Uh, but I didn't want to drink anything warm. So I didn't want a herbal tea or, or anything like that. And I thought, wow, what a shift of perspective. What a shift of attitude and habit. And, and I haven't had a coffee since and I haven't felt the need because it's not the person, it, it's not who I am. There was a habit formed because I wanted to stay up late watching sport when I was 14 right? That was, there was a habit out of adrenaline to stay up, to get more done, to see more. And I go, oh, I, I just didn't need it. And that's not the person who I am. And I want to honor, I want to show gratitude for the person who I am that can do all these remarkable things in the world and lead by example and be a demonstration for change. I don't, you know, I don't always get it right, but I'm very honest and I show enough humility to myself and then in demonstration people see that and they have their learnings through that as well but very very powerful and i dropped five kilos straight away oh cool <laughs> not because i was doing anything other than you know not shoving six cups of coffee down my throat <laughs> <laughs> so i had so that that definitely came out of gratitude of being which was a, again another shift in energy wonderful wonderful I think these kinds of habits are so strong. Like this is what makes us who we are, basically, the, these habits. And on the long run, they make the difference. Like if we drink as much coffee as you did for many years, it will have an impact. If we choose to feel grateful a little bit of time each day, it will have an impact in it's it's faster <laughs> so from some points of view the, the impact that we see uh, from gratitude but you can imagine how it is to live each day with at least a few minutes of gratitude compare and thinking about doing that for for years and maybe uh for uh, i don't know half a century or something and where that will take you in life compared to i don't know drinking alcohol or other habits that aren't too good for our body but i i wanted to get to to another part um of our conversation i know that you uh you managed to shift your resistance your resistance your resistant energy in meditation and you managed to turn it into gratitude how how does that work for you 
Yeah, well, what I, what I, how I started with meditation, like I was meditating 20 minutes uh, in the morning and then sometimes in the afternoon. And what I would find is I'd set some really lovely visions for how, you know, for who I am and how I wanted my life to evolve forward. And I had these beautiful visions. And, and I believe as soon as you set a vision for your life, you're actually already achieving it in your, in your energy. And the beautiful thing about that is then it's just putting in the new actions um, to have the vision unfold. But the really interesting thing in the meditation is sometimes we force against the resistance that comes up. And what I used to do is, and I still do this to this day, is whenever a resistance point came up, I would show gratitude to that resistance point and say, thank you for coming into my conscious awareness. And then I could almost maneuver the energy. It was very challenging to maneuver it at the start, but as I practiced it more, I would maneuver that energy into the vision in a new holistic way. So it was like, it was almost like the resistance was acknowledged and then I can shift it away from me and then I could take that energy and take the space in that energy that was left to really redesign it towards the vision. And the vision is in the present. So even though it's a vision for you know, my future unfolding, it's created in the present. So it exists already. The fact I can create it exists. So anytime resistance would come up, instead of going, Oh goodness, here it is again. Why why is this? I you know, I may as well go and have that coffee. <laughs> you know, <laughs> or you go have a, go and have a beer or something. So instead of doing that in the past, because we try and suppress the resistance points so we don't feel them, we try and numb them. But by bringing bringing it into the light and utilizing gratitude and saying thank you, you know, thank you for the fact that you've made yourself, you know, known because <clears throat> excuse me and i get choked up when i talk about it because this is a yeah this is a really deep process for me that as soon as it comes up i go oh wow this has come up as an opportunity not as something i need to suppress uh mm-hmm. down into my body this is something i could let go and redefine it and acknowledge it and thank it for what it was trying to do which was trying to keep me safe and you know, keep me, keep me out of trouble, but I don't need you anymore. You know, I don't need that resistance anymore. Um, It's not a red light on the dash anymore. It might've been from a five-year-old or a seven-year-old that something comes up and you go, I have new resources around that. And finally I can let that go. I can shift the energy away from me because I don't need that resistance anymore. And that opens up the space that I can redesign new visions and new activities based on those visions and i can feel it now in the present moment i can i can visualize them i can feel it in my body and then that energy is what's going out into my day it's a beautiful process and my mind it was interesting when i when i started meditation everyone but what was happening was I was facing a real battle with focusing on breath in the beginning. So what I did, and this might help anyone in the audience that has this resistance when they first start meditation, I just let my mind go. I just said, right, okay, you want to run off in tangents. I'm going to let I know you're creative. I appreciate you. I'm going to show you gratitude. I'm going to let you run off wherever you want to go with any thought you want to have. And I just sat there and watched and all of a sudden, behind it was peace. All of a sudden, through all that, and there was peace behind it. And then from that place was where I could redesign the energy around the resistance points and then really express the vision from now on my, you know, my greatest adventure, which is my life and the people I I share it with, the people I love and the communities I represent and the people I support. It's, um, it's a wonderful place to get to and it's forever unfolding. You know, you think you've, you've got a lot of the resistance points and one pops up and you go, thank you. I wasn't aware that was unconscious. Thank you. Thank you. Am I, am I willing to let that go now? 
Uh, do I have a willingness to let that go? You know, can I let that go? Yes, I can. Or maybe not today, maybe tomorrow. And that's okay too. Be generous to yourself. And the fact that it's in your awareness means change is afoot. <laughs> wow. So, so that's my experience, George. And um, thank you for allowing me to share that. It's a very deep, it's a very deep process for me. And it's the first time I've ever shared it and felt comfortable to share it um, with anyone. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much for, for sharing it first on, on the Gratitude Podcast. I, I really appreciate it. It's a pleasure. Mood Plus, the supplement I told you about at the start of the show, contains a unique strain of inactivated bacteria originally isolated from mud or soil called M. Vacci. This comes from new research and it isn't a probiotic. But what does it do? This bacteria has been shown to promote mental well-being, stress resilience, anxiety resilience, and also boosting mood through its interaction with our immune system and its helpful effects on inflammation. It works because in the past humans had far greater exposure to these kinds of bacteria before our modern sanitary living. Researchers call these good bacteria our old friends and are finding that they may have played a key role in regulating our immune system, gut health and even mental health. Mood Plus safely reintroduces your body to these beneficial bacteria. Get your Mood Plus now. Go to mood-plus.com that's M-U-D-P-L-U-S.com and use code TRYMUD for a 15% discount. Or visit the link in the description and use the discount code TRYMUD. Having our digestive system work properly makes it so much easier to feel grateful and enjoy a great quality of life. I'm very excited to see firsthand the relief that Seeds DS01 Daily Symbiotic provides in terms of digestive discomfort. Our gut is a central hub for various pathways through the body. And the healthy gut microbiome means benefits for digestion, skin health, heart health, immune system, and much more. Seeds capsule is tested to get to where your body really needs it. With new clinical trials and breakthrough research published in top scientific journals, Seeds probiotic programs make it a trustworthy source of pre and probiotics. We need these two constantly to enjoy great health, but they're hard to get from the food we eat. Thankfully, Seed provides a simple solution to help us keep this healthy habit. Trust your gut with Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic. Go to seed.com gratitude and use code 25gratitude to get 25% off your first month. That's 25% off your first month of Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic at seed.com gratitude, code 25gratitude. So I, I think you got to something that's that's really deep and wonderful. Uh, many people try to meditate and they, like you were saying, they fight with the fact that they have thoughts and that they can't concentrate or liberate their minds. And I think this this lighthearted uh, perspective is 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 just amazing. Like. To, to be able to to give yourself the freedom and uh, the generosity of okay go run with it do do what you need to do and the beautiful part about this is that after after you do that you actually get to 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 feel the peace and i i think this is amazing like wow yeah <laughs> and i'm living i'm living my best expression of life in in real time so even though you know the visions are projecting into the future i'm living it in real time i'm having all the emotions and all the physical responses and the peacefulness around that and now it's just coming into the world and taking the actions towards that vision but the feelings are already uh, there and and i always remember um, I saw a Buddhist monk once and he had a big impact on me. I just went to an open session and, uh, and I was asking him about you know, letting go of stress and anxiety and business. And he said something very profound to me. He touched me on the, on the top of my head and he just said, 
you realize your thoughts don't mean anything. And I said, what do you mean? (laughs) What do you say that again? He said, your thoughts don't mean anything. He goes, you are, you know, you are a full expression of energy and your thoughts are only there to actually allow you to express that in the world. So he goes, come back to that place of peace and you will, you'll always be okay. And I thought, wow, I just, I thought no matter how much I do in my day or what I do in my day, it's like, that is a, that is a foundation. That is a foundation of beauty and love and, and care. And um, yeah, just a sense of being a wonderful, wonderful place. Yeah. I think it's, it's amazing and it's so simple. But the fact that you were ready and you were open and you got the message, I think it's it's what actually made the impact in your life. And I'm hoping that this will uh, this will happen to our listeners as well. Um, but I think there's also a beautiful foundation that you have of lightheartedness. And I'm I'm curious, like on a personal note, to to ask you how do you manage to to be so lighthearted and i tend to be more serious for instance and uh sometimes it's not very helpful and um i think this can can be helpful for our listeners too to uh find a way to be more lighthearted and to take life less serious how how can we do that yeah, and look, it's appropriate in context. You know, there are times where you definitely need to be serious, um, but you can do it with a light heart, and and that's okay. And sometimes it's times to be jovial, and that can be done with a light heart. For me, there's something about like even when I hear you smile or laugh, Georgian, there's something that connects people on a very an intimate level that's an intimate experience beyond all the things that we talk about and all the seriousness that is in the world when you share when you share that lightheartedness and someone shares that with you in return that's a very special place of communication and and connection and i've always loved that place i love I love creating experiences, like even doing stand-up at a very young age, stand-up comedy. You know, people thought I was crazy, you know, absolutely crazy, but that was one of my business projects. I wanted to run a stand-up comedy night and, you know, that's, that's what I wanted to do, you know. I could have done a lot of serious stuff, but that was at that time in my life I wanted to celebrate joy and I wanted people to experience the joy that I carried. And I found there was a lot of stuff even back in school that I didn't feel too good about myself in. But what I really felt good about was sharing those smiles. And and when people are smiling, they're listening. You know, they're listening as well. And you're listening in return. And and I think there's there's something that, that it's on a different energetic plane. It's on a lighter plane. And you can get to solutions more effectively you can engage more effectively. But for me, I think I'm trying to look at it from how I came about this. But I feel like I remember trying to make my mum and dad and my grandparents laugh. Yeah. Because sometimes <laughs> they might be having arguments, right? Like all parents and you know families sometimes have arguments. And I didn't like that. That didn't feel good to me. Um, in our family, the arguments didn't get better. They just got louder, right? <laughs> we, we come, you know, we spoke perfect broken English and, it, you know, there was, there was beautiful volatility there. But, you know, in a very European way, there was, it was always loving, but the volume was always raised up. And I didn't particularly like that. When you're four or five years old, that um, you, start, you start feeling a different energy around you in that environment, you start feeling more mean and angry yourself. And I I never liked that. So I would always try and entertain my grandparents and my parents and always look for the lighter side in things. And that was just something I carried through because I didn't like the alternative. I, I thought the alternative just felt bad. 
and you know your emotions can your emotions are generally your mentors you know if you feel bad about something and it's intuitive you know take note something's something's amiss but humor was always a way that I could connect and build businesses. And I think I've said before, I never lost a team member in the business I've built because they wanted to be there. It was a, it was a lovely culture and it was a culture of expectation. Like we still expected to perform at our best, but it was always done in a lighthearted way and we could share a joke and it was in context and, and it was generous. It wasn't, it wasn't done in a way where you took the power from someone or you, you made, you, you took out someone's light, you know, because you thought that was a powerful thing to do to get a laugh. It was always enhancing the light and looking at things in a different way. And that's what, you know, that's what I, I still to this day find things funny, things serious, funny, because that's how we deal with things, you know, in the world. And if we, I find humor is really honest and you can talk about things that people would never talk about in real life because it's such a taboo subject in humor you can bring light to it in a way that people can hear it another message and provide solution and i found that very helpful in negotiation in relationship building in relationship with my wife you know the best times are where we're laughing yeah. <laughs> over silly things that no one else finds funny you know or my son you know he he just runs through the house like he's crazy but it's it's like it's funny and and we laugh about it and i think that uh fosters in it's emotional intelligence at another level and i i would say i would say if you feel like you need to be serious um that that could be resistance in itself and find the humor in that seriousness, like find the humor in it and, (laughs) and smile at it because, you know, it's like just on the other side of it is someone who's very creative, who's very cheeky, but in a really good way. And, and, and that's what people have said to me about purpose, finding your purpose. The one question a lot of people don't ask in discovering their purpose is, and and it's a really important question is what makes you happy and how can you, how can you share that happiness in a way that brings value? But whether that's in a relationship, whether that's in a business, you know, what makes you happy? We all, we all try and fit the box the other way and go, Oh, this will be successful in the market and we can make money out of this idea. And that's, that's a skill set. That's I'm, I'm not denying. That's a really good skill set to have. But so often we miss the important question as to why we're doing it. You know, ask yourself what makes you happy, and how does that add value, and where is that needed? And it's amazing what ideas spring up for people. So it's um, see, I've never seen you as a serious person, Georgian, because I'm in that light heart of humor. So when we're talking, I hear you smile and I hear you laugh. And for me, you're a jovial character. So to hear you say you were serious was the first time I heard that because in my mind, you know, I love talking to you and I I love sharing our experiences together. And, you know, and you had a wonderful perspective. You told me the other day with meditation about breathing in the moment when you ever feel stress coming up as a holistic thing. And I was smiling at you today because I thought that is such a beneficial thing. When something comes up that causes you some angst or there's some resistance, just, just take a deep breath. And through that, I smiled because I thought Georgian has given me something that's of amazing value because he loves what he does by yeah. talking about gratitude and practicing gratitude. So for me, my friend, you're one of the lighthearted, most lighthearted person, people I know. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> so, I guess. I, I hope I answered that. Yeah, you sure did. You sure did. And, and it's quite interesting how, how we perceive ourselves and how we really are. Like we, we forget sometimes to update ourselves and to, to realize that we are not who we were like 10 years ago or five years ago or 20 years ago, but that we have changed and we are 
different and that's that's so interesting and i wanted to to add a few things uh i totally resonate with the experience with the family like i i've i'm uh the the youngest and i also <laughs> i was also uh, the joker in the house like i yeah. i made my my parents and my um grandma laugh and another thing um I did an exercise a few days ago that I'm going to share on the podcast uh, more on um, in which I I was thinking about the people in my life, like from childhood until the present moment. And on my list, there were a lot of people that made me laugh, that somehow yeah. uh, gave me that experience of laughter. For instance, I have a, a friend uh, that when when we were children in the uh, in the neighborhood where we lived, we were many children, and he he came in the evening. He was uh, bigger than we were, and he used to tell us jokes and stories from uh, the countryside and all kinds of funny things. And we would be like, I don't know. 15 children or something listening to him and laughing <laughs> and driving our neighbors mad but for us it was like really fun and we laughed a lot and it was interesting to see who I remembered uh, from all of my life and the people that have a light heart and make us laugh and give us this this positive experience we we don't easily forget them very true. And I, I had a tear roll down my cheek when you said about you were the jovial one for your parents. I mean, you think about how wonderful what we were trying to do when when you think about it really in their angst and when they were having a disagreement and they were loud. Think about how beautiful it is what we were trying to do as children for our family. I mean, that's that's you know, that's such a beautiful takeaway. And and again, you know, I share the experience of, you know, giving up on stand-up comedy when I was 23. I always carried the lightheartedness into the business, but I thought I better get a real job and, you know, fit the fit the model of the world. And this is a big one for your listeners in regards to I moved away from my intuition and things got more serious. So even though I carried, I love the people, you know, there was a lot more stress in my life in those businesses. And yes, the money was great, but it was really the people at the end of the day that I loved. I loved those jovial experiences, like you were talking about sitting with 15 people and laughing about stories and, and connecting on that level. I mean, it's a beautiful thing. And I've re-engaged in that over the last seven years and I'm still getting better at it. I'm reconnecting all the time at a deeper and deeper level with it. But there's such a there's such a wonderful thing when you can bring joy into a room or when you can shift someone's day by not being inappropriate. I'm not saying about that. I'm just saying just by giving them a smile and, and you know, allowing them to feel better and and in turn you know the people that make you feel great as well, like you were saying, it's such a superpower. And it's it's not that it's not there. You know, people think oh, I'm I don't have that. It's there. You there are moments in your childhood that you were rolling around on the floor laughing over <laughs> something, or you were making someone laugh. I guarantee it. And we don't want to lose that because the world is serious enough and we can do the greatest work. We can do our life's greatest work through this because in this humor, we, when you're looking for the laugh, you're in life, it's the same as looking for a solution. You're able to maneuver beautifully to the solution more effectively and you're able to create because you can see things where everyone's trying to think in a systemized way you can see things outside of the square that most people can't because they feel stuck in that fixed mindset due to responsibility or obligation or they think that's the right thing to do. And look, that's okay. That's very credible. That's very credible. But are you honouring yourself as well in that? It's a beautiful thing to take care of your family. It's a beautiful thing to look after your community and the people within it. I'm, 
I'm not denying that. But are you, are you taking care of yourself? Are you fulfilled in your own being and your own sense of fulfillment? You know, start, put the oxygen mask on you and smile about it and see what you find because I guarantee you there will be adventures that you can have that you just wouldn't have thought possible yesterday if you consider this in your meditation or your gratitude practice. And uh, I would encourage people to explore what that is for them because we are all a unique fingerprint in the world and we should never be ashamed of that. We should express that in our own way, however we wish to express that, as long as we're not hurting people. You know, I know it can be taken out of context, but as long as we're adding to people's lives and yeah, that's, that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about is sharing and having good times and doing great work in the process. So yeah, this is a great conversation, George. You asked fantastic questions. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. And I think this is a perfect closing thought for our time together. Uh, let us know where we can find you, where can our audience interact with you? Yeah, certainly George. And thanks for the opportunity. If they go to Marty vids, M-A-R-T-Y-V-I-D-S dot com dot A-U. And even if you search Google and you put Marty Vids in, you'll find me. I host the Marty Vids Show podcast. I'm a mentor to people. I awaken people's warrior. And, um, you know, so often business people come to me for business advice, which I can give them. But at the end of the day, the business will never outperform the individual. And it's really providing meaning and significance to people so they're coming from a great foundational platform to build the skills on and that's the that's the big difference i love i love seeing people surprise themselves that is just my joy in life and that's what i do and um yeah i'm honored that i was able to share it today awesome thank you so much for this amazing conversation and uh, for being here with us, being present and sharing these amazing ideas and experiences with us. Thank you. Thank you, Georgian. Absolute pleasure. Hey, Gratitude Seeker. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this interview. I really appreciate it. And if you could think of one person that would also benefit from it, share it with them. It might actually be the inspiration that they need to make their day or maybe even their life much better. Thank you so much once again. This has been Georgian Benta. Don't forget to keep seeking and spreading gratitude.